Hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Food for the Soul. I'm LaDonna Crawford. And this is my podcast. Today, September 8, 2022. I'm going to be talking about Reflection. Reflection on my life up until this point. I am 61 years old. I feel as though I'm approaching senior citizenship, if not in some places already. And it's time for reflection. You see, for the past, I guess, decade, I've had a pretty rough spell. Really rough. Brutal. Ten years ago, in June, I lost my son, my youngest son, Brandon. He was 30 years old. Brandon passed away in a house fire. Thank the Lord, he was not singed or burned. However, he was asleep and the smoke inhalation just suffocated him into a deeper sleep until he transitioned. Well, of course you probably know that was horrible. It's the worst thing a parent can endure in life. And you've, you've heard that a lot, but it's, it's real. I didn't know if I could survive it. I didn't know how to, to survive it. There's no right or wrong way to do so. So I did a little everything I could, and I reached out to everyone I could. And deep down inside, and I wrestled, I talked with the Lord, and I, and I asked him why, which actually he had given me a premonition years earlier. But still, I was hoping it didn't come to pass. And I asked why, why, why? And I said, well, I prayed for him, for his safety. And yet you took him anyway, you called him in. And I was talking to a very good friend of mine. I think pretty wise person. And they told me that my prayers for my sons to be safe and to be secure and live a long life was not meant to be. You know, I I prayed for him and the Lord, he gave me an answer and it wasn't the one I wanted, but I did get one. So meanwhile, okay, I'm surviving that. And actually, that's a daily process. It never goes away. 
And even now, I'm much better, but you know, you have to be real careful. You have to be very delicate. You can easily lose yourself. You can, if you're not grounded and you don't have support and you don't know yourself, okay? So, okay, I'm thinking, once I had gotten to the point where I can deal with that, I'm thinking, well, I've suffered the worst that a person can, so I think I'll be okay now. Nothing else should happen. God won't let anything else happen. Well, that's not true. Because you have one tragedy doesn't mean that you, you're not going to have any more in your life. You don't get a free pass. And you got to keep something in mind. And yes, I'm using God. I'm a believer. So those of you who don't, it's okay. If you want to continue to listen, please do so. You may be enlightened. You don't. But if you don't, understand. But I'm thinking, see, the thing about the Lord, He gives people free will. Okay. Free will to do wrong, to make mistakes in life. Okay. Which brings me to this. Years after my son passed away and I managed to, to survive that, I became homeless through no fault of my own. You see, the first time thing we think when we see someone homeless is it's their fault. They have to do something. They were bad people or something. No, not necessarily. Like I said, people have free will to do things. Someone decided to push me in that situation. And uh, literally. And it's just as simple as that. And I won't go into anything, but I ended up, I never in a million years thought I would be, but who does? That's another thing, you know. And I was like, oh my God. I thought I had seen the worst I could lose my son, then I get homeless, you know. And I, I sat down one night, and I, well, more, over more than a night, about a couple of days, a week, I just thought about my life. I went over it. I started losing very close loved ones. See, like all my close loved ones and friends had passed away. My family, my moms, all my aunts and uncles had passed away. Um, it was just so much tragedy going on in the family, so much loss in my family. We were all fractured and splintered all over the place. We were never really that close to start with. But it got worse. Everyone's somewhere in a different town, you know, we're not supportive of one another. So I thought about it. I was just so sad and angry and everything. I said, Lord, this doesn't make sense. I've been through so much. I've overcome so much. Why is this happening to me? But then, you know, I learned it. But back up for a minute. When my son died, I took it upon myself to try to find something positive. It's always something if you think, really, even in that tragic situation, something good can come out of most situations. So what I did, I said, okay, I have this experience under my belt, okay, or in my belt, rather. I can use this to help other people. 
who are going through it and don't know how need to talk to someone that understands and empathizes because there's no nothing like talking to a person that has that's going through it no one else can tell you no one understands the pain you feel and I learned that through um, his passing I met other people and I just started talking to them and and explaining to my experience and, and knowing how I managed to take it one day and make one step at a time and then I ended up helping and I felt good about that so I started a website about it called Someone Cares on journey56.com I have the I write on medium.com I discuss my experiences I have the podcast here of course and I, you know, so I, I, I put my energy into something positive toward helping other people. Okay. The same thing with the homelessness. I could not speak on that if I had not lived it. You, you know, the thing about me, I will not discuss something I don't know anything about. A lot of people do that because they may be guessing or they heard about. No. You should not be talking about things to people that you don't know about. Especially if they're asking for some type of advice. But the things that I talk about, I know about. So I realized that this, the passing of my son and the homelessness, was two major, major life events that I could use to help other people. And to help people understand because people stereotype people that are homeless. They put them all in one category. And, you know, that's terrible. We do that. We judge people by the appearances and whatever. And we should not do that. It's one thing I don't do. I don't judge people. Okay. So, that's, I realized, I turned it around. It's the way you look at things. You know, it wasn't necessarily... It was a bad loss, of course, and a bad experience, but it was a lesson in life. The kind of lessons you can't get without having lived it and living it, unfortunately. But there are people that need your help and that could benefit from it. So let me back up here. I was sitting around feeling sorry for myself. Oh, voice me. I lost my two really good friends. The love of my life passed away. Um, I just, oh, and I just said, Lord, this is horrible. I'm living long enough to watch everybody leave here. This world is, I don't even know it anymore. Like people that's in it. But, and I was just so sad and moping and dragging my tail around. And I said, hey, wait a minute. No one ever said my life was going to be a great life 24-7 all the way up until the end. It doesn't work that way. I think I've been pretty blessed, actually. I thought about it. I kind of started off rough. I'm the youngest of six children, and my mom was a sick woman all of her life. When I was born, she was sick. Okay, and she was in and out of the hospital, and she passed away at a young age very young age and uh, 43 years old that's young but she suffered 
all those years from the time I was born. And so I, you know, I didn't really get to know her. I was very young. When she passed away, I was 18 years old. Yeah. And I needed her still. I was still a baby, you know. But by the time I was 23 years old, I had been married twice, had two children, one by each husband, two sons. And my mom was strict when I came up. She was really religious, though. And she had a tight rein on me, and she was real strict. So when I got married, guess what? They were strict as well. They were very domineering. And uh, I had to do whatever, you know, that was requested of me. Both husbands, I couldn't breathe. I think they were terribly insecure, of course. So when I finally broke free of both of them, and I did, and I became single, I didn't know, I was just, I didn't know what to do first. I just wanted to have fun, you know. I always took care of my children, though. It was not, you know. I was not a bad mother like that, but every chance I got, I wanted to have a party, go to the club, you know. Um, I used to have fight parties, you know, heavyweight fights would come on, everyone would come over. Just family, it was fun though, you know. And I, I drank a lot, and I, I thought that was fun, you know. But I always took care of my, my important business. So, over the years, I've been blessed with love. I have. I will. I must say, men and women both like being around me. <laughs> they found me fun to be around. And so I didn't have a problem with friends. Only the right ones, of course, had the weed amount. And I had everything, materialistic things over the years that I could that I could hope for. Anything I really wanted, I had it. I had furs, diamonds, gold, cars. I I wanted a car. I wanted a cow we wanted a Cadillac. And my fiance, I needed a car. He said, Well, pick out the car you want and we'll get it and it was just like that and he did it. And I there was a you know, I lived in a condominium beautiful condominium, two bathrooms, two floors, big beautiful yard. I, I made a garden, beautiful garden, had a balcony looking over the city that I lived in. I had doves that I raised and bred and cockatiels and dogs. My son had a dog. Um, gosh, life was, I think back, it was good. You know, I, I didn't want for anything. You know, I was adored. <laughs> and so, you know, when I think back, the only thing that I wish I had done more of is thought about, you know, later on down the road, like now, making plans for the, the, the rainy days or the, you know, more serious situations that we don't like to think about, you know. Um, not having quite as much fun, but taking care of a little more business. 
other than that, I think I could have had a better relationship with my family members, the ones that wanted to, and my siblings that are left. But I, you know, I think about it, and I say, well, you know, my life wasn't all that bad. You know, it was great, actually. So at some point, I needed to learn things, and you know, lessons, and, and they were harsh. I had to go through these things. And I don't know. I guess I'm being prepared for something God only knows. I don't know what. But uh, as far as strength is concerned, I don't think I need learn how much more that I may have or not. Um, <laughs> but uh, if nothing else, right now I realize that I have been given experiences that I can use to help other people talk to them about things. And that's what it's really all about, helping each other out. Some things, money can't buy everything. At some point, you're going to get sick or someone's going to pass away or whatever. And you're going to need to know how to, you know, begin to navigate to pick up the pieces. Someone may make you, render you homeless. It's not the end of the world. Depends on how you see it and deal with it. I stopped looking at it as, as a horrible experience. And I thought about, there are so many other people that was out there. Like, no one said I was better than anyone above anyone. Well, I can't be there either, you know. I'm, you know, I realize that. That's, you know, selfish and, you know, arrogant and like to say, well, why me? Well, why not you? Nobody wants that. I don't think most people want that for themselves. So, a lot of people take and use it for them and become better people because of it. Some don't, but we, you know, we know. We know that. Some people get lost in it, caught up. So, I just wanted to say that, you know, if you're having a rough time, some really rough experiences that you're going through, whether it's abuse, um, homelessness, you need a job, you don't have my income, you know, you're having to compromise yourself, whatever. Well, do the best you can and try and move past and get out of that situation as soon as possible. But pay attention along the way to everything that you're learning because that's what you are. Life is a big school. It's a really big school. And uh, we all supposed to be learning. But we have to pay attention to the lessons. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to go. Thank you for your time and patience. I do hope you enjoyed this podcast. Everybody, be careful out there. Remember, we still have COVID. We have the monkeypox. And we don't know what else is lurking around the corner. I want to say Jesus loves you, even if you don't know or love him. And one last thing. Be good to yourself. Good evening. Peace, everybody.
Colton's personality is very loving. 